Good morning, everybody. Thank you for listening. spoke about Allah is a person who needs to go to the bathroom while he's davening. What are you supposed to do when, uh, if he could hold himself back for 72 minutes and he's allowed to daven? The Gemara spoke about a person who's holding on tefillin and needs to go to the bathroom. What he should do? He should take them off. And we saw on the bottom the machlek is about a person who designates a tefillin bag but doesn't use it yet, and vice versa, use it but he doesn't designate it, he's allowed to use it for other purposes as well. On the bottom, where we're going to pick up today, the Gemara asked the Shail, is it much of a person to have his tefillin in his bed with him? And the Gemara said, it's mother, even if his wife is with him, it's mother to have the tefillin there. Says the Gemara, the next, the next Amr is going to talk about the Allahs of Erva. When is a person allowed to say Krishma? That's Chavdal and Ralph, and Chavdal and Bez. It's bigger going to be different, interesting halachas about tefillah, a person who's yawning, sneezing during davening. Is that a good sign? Is that a bad sign? Says the Halakha Gemara on the bottom, Chavdal and Bez. So, asks the Gemara, Mesve, we said before that it's much of a person to have their tefillin with them, even in their bed. We'll ask a kasha leinach adam tefillin, tachem merak aleisav, gleishin eglam derech mezayin. Person's not allowed to put his tefillin under his feet because of bezayin. Almanichin tachem merashav, he's allowed to put it under his head. The mice ishta imay aser, but if his wife is with him, it's aser. So, again, this is a clear contradiction to what Shmuel just said that it's mutter to have your tefillin even if your wife's with you. If you have a separate place, which is higher than three tachem, lower than three tachem, then where you are, then the bed, then it's going to be mutter. That's a separate place. Says Gemara, two fifty shmuel, two yufta. This is a disproof to shmuel. Amarava, Rava said, Even though this price is a disproof to shmuel, the halacha is like shmuel. Says Gemara, my time, well, any watching of your tefillin is better. And since, again, you're going to have your tefillin in bed with you so you can watch it, therefore, it's going to be better and mutter to have with you, even when your wife's with you. So again, the shayla is, the maratchis over here asks, the kasha that we know, that normally when we say tiyufta, tiyufta means that it's a disproof to that person. We don't pass him like that person. So how can the more then go say that we pass him like Shmuel? So the maratchis over here says that this that we say, he quotes the Rashbam in Baba Basim in Gilman Beis, where Rashbam says that whenever you say Tiyufta, it means we don't pass like that person. So the Maratri says that maybe that's only that we're not allowed to pass like that person. However, meaning after the Gemara, however, the people, the Amoraim in the Gemara or the Masaji Gemara, they're allowed to pass like the Tiyufta. Now, first of all, this Maratri is interesting because the Rashbam over there in Baba Basra, it's in the Basin Beis, brings two. Shatim. First, the first shot is that Tiyufta means we don't pass like the person. And that's the difference between Kasha and Tiyufta, which is what we generally assume in the Gemara. Kasha means that there's a Tarets, and Tiyufta means that there's no Tarets, we don't pass like that. But the Rashbam then brings down that his own shot is that there's no difference between Tiyufta, there's no difference between Kasha. They're both just a lesson of Kushan. It doesn't mean that you can't answer them. So it's interesting that the Rashbam himself doesn't say that Lamaskana, Tiyufta, you can't answer. He says that there's no difference between Tiyufta and Akasha. But again, the Maratri is assuming that we don't pass like a Tiyufta. This that the Maratri says that the Amoraim. In the Gemara letter, Paschal like a it's interesting because who is, whenever the Gemara says, Hilchas say to this person, Hilchas like this person, who's the people who said that? So over here, it's not really a question because over here it was Rav who spoke up a fair that Hilchas like Shmuel. But who, whenever the Gemara says, Hilchas say, who's saying that? So there's a very interesting Rashi and Chul and from Tassim and Alf. It's a very interesting general discussion of how exactly the Gemara was written and when it was written and how it was written. Being the Mishnais, we know that Rebbe Kipshute either wrote the Mishnais, it's Messiah the Mishnais, Machlik is Ram and Rashi, not the Mishnayim. However, the Gemara, and that the Gemara speaks out. The Gemara says that. Rabbi wrote the Mishnais. However, the Gemara, nowhere in the Gemara do we find that the Gemara tells us who wrote the Gemara, which is very interesting. There's an interesting Gemara about Matthew, which says Ravina Rashi were Saif that they were the end of Ira, and the Raman and Zakdama writes that the Ravina Rashi were definitely involved, were the primary uh, organizers and creators of the Gemara, but it's very unclear who exactly wrote the Gemara. So, as we go through the Gemaras, as we go through different masachas, we'll have to bring more and more rias who possibly it could be, and maybe it was over many generations and it was different people. But Lamaisa Rashi in Chum, that from Tesmeralf says, 
that the dear Rasmus and Achrab Shimon Gemara kapasikle and Rashi says Ubi Shiva Achreina Nifsiku Halachas Halalu Hapsukei Stam BeGemara. Rashi speaks out that with these the yeshivas, the last of yeshivas who paskened these halachas, whenever it says, Hilchot say this person, they, these are the yeshivas achreinas who are misad to the Gemara. Now, Rav Tzadik says that those yeshivas achreinas were the yeshivas of Ravina Rashi, but again, it seems to be machlekes. Rashi and Shuvas and Simich of Dal also speaks out, B'nei yeshiva misadre Gemara, and the Rashi speaks out that those are always the Tarbetzina in the Gemara. These are the Misandria Gemara, the Bnei Yeshivas, who wrote the Gemara, who were the Gemara. So again, it's a little bit unclear when exactly and how the Gemara was written and who exactly passed in these Shilas. But as we go through the Gemaras, we will hopefully bring rise back and forth. There's also another possibility in this Gemara, why we pass like Shmuel, even though we had a Kasha and a Brysa room, when we see Misach Shabbos, we will see that there's going to be a few Rayas, Bez Hashem, that we know that Rav Tanu Pog, the Gemara in many places says that Rav was a Tana, and he was allowed to disagree on the Tana, even though he was really an Amir, because he was in the transitional phase. So Rav and Shmuel were in the same generation. When we get to Misach Shabbos, we will see that there's a few instances where the Gemara has Kashas on Shmuel from Mishnayis, and the Gemara doesn't, isn't bothered to answer the question. The Gemara will say that the Bryce argues in Shmuel and won't ask us a Kasha. So we'll have to see that even though the Gemara never befairish says that Shmuel Tanu Palik, it could be that sometimes Shmuel disagreed with Bryce's and we still pass him like him. Says the Gemara Baiter, where do you put the tefillin when you take them off in your bed? Amr of Yirmi, of said, Ben Karl, that's just between the pillow and the covers, Shalik Kenegad Rishin, not right under your head. Says the Gemara, said you put it right on, in your hat, under your head. And the Gemara, the Mapagla, the Morse, the Kaval, the Bar. The hat was under his head, but the part that the phone was in, the part that the phone was in, he would move away from his under his head. Says the Gemara right there. Back apart, Tsar Lubakilso, Mapagla, the Morse, and the Bar. Bakapar would wrap it in his, in his curtain, in his kila, and he would again put it under his head, but he would put the part that was on the part that the phone was in, he would move that away from his head. He put on the bed, on the bench, when you put a sujur, you put a turban on top of it to cover it. I was once in front of Rava. Bamarlini said to me, Zil, I see the and go bring my tefillin. And I found this film between his pillow and his covers. Shalaykan Agadresh, not right under his head. And I knew that it was Yam Tfila. And even though he was with his wife, or going to be with his wife, still his phone were there like more than he Rava told me to get his phone to teach me that a person's supposed to put his phone in his bed between his pillow and his covers. Now again it's Machik Shushain over here, the Ritva speaks out. The first shot is that when it says that he went to the game Tfila, it means that they used to go to the mikvah for their carry, which is the Gemara's we were talking about before Takanas Ezra. Rashavir learns Yam Rashi speaks out that Lotfila is referring to his wife who go to the mikvah, and that's what the Gemara means when it says Yam Tfila. Now it's very interesting because the Chasam Sefer brings down that this is the primary makar for the idea that Lotfila is going to be a mitzvah. Chasam Sefer is Chasam Sefer says that it could be, it's only Minig Derecharetz, but it's not actually a mitzvah. And if you look, in the Chatham Seifer in Shuvas, in Chelek Bey, Yerdei Chelek Bey, Simukov Ayin, the Chatham Seifer speaks out that this that we say that Lel Tfilah is a mitzvah, Tzachiv Aina, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a mitzvah per se. What it means is that it's a good idea. And again, to be Matzah the husband, definitely a good idea. But this seems to be the primary Makar in the Gemara for this concept of Lel Tfilah mitzvah. Says the Gemara writer. Bohemian Ariyah is a braider of Nechunia, Amir of Yudah, Shnaim Shishin of Amita Achas. Two people are sleeping in a bed together and they're not dressed. Are they allowed to turn away from each other and say, Krishma? Shmuel said that even if your wife is with you, it's more to say, Krishma. Do you mean to say that 
if your wife is there and kosher in somebody else, it's going to be mutter. Adrabah ishtek gufai, achar lav kegufai. It should be the other way around. Meaning, just because your wife is mutter to say krishma with doesn't mean someone else can be mutter to say krishma with because the lach is ishtek gufai. And by somebody else, because you don't have the concept of ishtek gufai, which it's somebody else, then the chare is going to be aser. Now, what exactly does ishtek gufai mean over here? So, in general, we have a concept that ishtek gufai, which means that the wife is like the husband himself. So there's a question, first of all, this isn't the rice or not. So if you look in the Ran Chul and Kuflam and Alpha and it's clear that the din of Ishtakufa is in the Raisa. However, over here, Lachur, this is not the regular din of Ishtakufa, because Rashi ever speaks out, Ishtakufa, the Ragaba Vlakahera Kulehai. Since husband and wife are normally in bed together, therefore, it's not going to create a situation of hair if they are saying Krishna together and they're not dressed. However, if another person which are not normally together in bed, then it would create an issue. However, there's an interesting question. This that we say ishtek gufa in general in shas, does that mean that this that we say that your wife is like you? Does that mean also that the husband is like the wife? Meaning, do we say gufa ke ishta or do we just say ishtek gufa? So the Gemara is all over. Only speak about the concept of ishtek gufa. The Birchas Avram and our Gemara wanted to bring a raya that you say gufa ke ishta as well, because our Gemara says that not just could the husband say krishma, but the wife could also say krishma. I why could why could the wife say krishma ishtek gufa not gufa ke ishta? So he said you have a raya that we also say that the husband is like the wife. But says the Birchas Avram again based on this Rashi, you have no raya because it's not the classical din of ishtek gufa. This is just a din that since they're together, there's no hair. However, if you look in the Iran in it seems pretty clear that we also say Kufa Ishtai. You take a look at the Sefer Aris, Rabbi Yashiv. There's also a Ran and a Dharm, which sounds like that. So, again, an interesting question. Ishtai Kufa, you're also Kufa Ishtai, but the Khern arrived from Aragomar. It says the more Viter. Allah is that two people are in bed and they're not dressed, they turn away from each other and they say, A person sleeping in a bed and his sons and his family was with him. He's not saying, Krishma, I'm kidding, I tell you some seconds, but unless there's a talis in between them. It says the Gemara, but if it's, uh, children were. Time that's mutter. Says more bishlam So again, we have a, a, a steer between the brises. One brises says that it's mutter to say krishma, even though that nobody's dressed. You just turn away from each other. And the second brises says you have to have a talus being mafsik between you. And to the gemara bishlam lebrises, according to brises, like kasha habi ishtai habachar. The first brises which said it's mutter, that's referring to wife. And the second brises which says that it's aser, that's referring to other people. El shmuel kasha, according to shmuel it's fair. Because Shmuel said that it's mutter with everybody. So what's trying the second bride? So, and just the Gemara, Amalcha Shmuel or Yosef, Minicha. Shmuel said, according to Yosef, is it good? But Tanya, we learned the Brisa said, Hayashim Mito, Banu Bnei Yosef Mito. Like your Kishma, okay, nice to tell you some mafsek by name. And says Shmuel, the Brisa said that if your family's with you, you have to be mafsek. But says Shmuel, the one of the people in your family is going to be your wife. So why doesn't the Brisa speak out between you and your wife? It's not a problem. So Elamai, what do you Elamai? It's Chalmeimer. Ishtar Rabbi Yosef Tanya. You're gonna have to say when the Brisa says. Your wife, it's Machaikasanaim. Because again, clearly the second Bryce held that even by your wife, you have to have something which is Mafsik. According to me, also, it is a Machaikasanaim. Whether if your wife is with you in your bed or whether other people are in your bed, if it's going to be Mutter to say Kriyashim or not. So it's very interesting when you see this type of Gemara that people are sleeping, the family sleeping in the same bed, or you have two people sleeping in the same bed, they're not dressed. I thought it was very interesting because nowadays this is much less common than it used to be. So I was looking at some anthropological studies from a thousand years ago, 1500 years ago, the times of the Gemara, it seems that it was common practice. Practice, that entire families would be sleeping in the same bed together, even travelers would sleep together in the same bed. So this, when we see more Gemaras with a lot of people sleeping in the same bed, we shouldn't be shocked that this was the common practice because it seems that this was how it used to be. And again, we have to be so thankful nowadays that we live in a generation with the luxuries of everybody being able to have a separate bed. Says the Gemara Vaiter, Amramar, Zeh, Machsir, 
Krishma, the Bryce before said that two people are in the same bed, they're not dressed, they just turn away from each other and they say, Krishma, asks the Gemara of the Ikva a Gavis. The issue that the backsides of the people are touching each other, and that should be a problem of erva, should be a problem of saying Krishma. And the Gemara says, The backside of a person is not of an issue of erva, it's not a problem. Let's bring another writer of Nuna. The Bryce says that Ishish a wife could take off Chala while she's undressed if she's sitting. Because she could cover her in the ground because she's sitting down. But a man cannot do that because the man's erva is sticking out. Therefore, it's Asr. And says the Gemara. Lecheri arrived from here that even though the woman's makom erva in the front is covered by the ground, what about the back? So the chayiv arrived from here that the back side of a person is not a problem erva. And the gemara tergum You have no right because maybe she was sitting deep into the ground and the back of her body was covered as well, and therefore you have no right to remove from this brisa that agavis ain't bahem mishum erva. Says the gemara right there. Amar maya banav mnei beisik tan The brisa said before that if you're Family or children are in the same bed, it's going to be mutter. Even if they're not dressed, you could say Krishma. Says the Gemara, what age? Vat kam until what age? Arum chizda, tinek is bashalai, shanavi mechad, tinek ben, te shanavi mechad. Girl until three, and a tinek a son until nine. Says the Gemara, ekadam, some people say, tinek is bashalai, alf shanavi mechad, tinek ben, shtayim es shanavi mechad. 11 years old and 12 years old. Says the Gemara, I do, I do, ad kadei, and both of these shiram are. The shear of Shadaim Nachainu Utsarich Tzimech, which is the shear of when a person becomes a gadol, they start seeing, having Tzimanim of godless. So that is the shear of when a person is not allowed to say Krishna when those people are not dressed. Before we said that Allah is like Shmuel in regards to having the tefillin in your bed, we said Allah is like Shmuel, even though we have a rice not like him. Says the Gemara, What's Allah over here? Shmuel said that. It's motor to say Krishma with your wife in your bed and Kolshkin and other people. So is Allah like him? And we had a cash from Rebrisa. So is Allah like him or is Allah not like him? Amar lay. So back to him. Do we put all the Allah's of Shmuel in one basket? When we pass him like Shmuel, then we pass him like Shmuel. But we don't say that we pass him like Shmuel, then who said we pass him like Shmuel? And again, just because we pass him like Shmuel in one place, even though the cash from Rebrisa doesn't mean we pass him like Shmuel in all places. When he's connected to Brisa, says we're right there. Papa, It's a big deal. What's Allah if the sar of a person sar ever sticking out of his bag? He's got to say Krishna. Is that considered ever or not? So he was back. He said back to him. Karla, sar, sar. He said back to him. Hair, hair. It's not a problem. Ever it's just hair, and therefore it's not a problem. Ever and you can say Krishna. The tefach of a woman uncovered is considered erba. Says the Gemara What's our, what in regards to what Allah did we say that tefach bisha erba ilay malas lukuba. If you're going to tell me that it's referring to staring at a woman, why the Tarek say the outer begadam of a woman with the inner begadam of a woman to tell you to tell you that a person who stares at a woman for pleasure, even at katana, is going to be it's as if she, she stared at the makamarva. So again, it can't be to tell you that you're not allowed to stare at a woman because that you, even less than a tafach is asr. So it's more of Ishtar, the Krishma, it's referring to your wife, and for Krishma, meaning that if you have more than a tafach of your wife exposed in a place of your her body that's normally covered, then it's going to be asr to say Krishma. Says the Erva, the five women's in Erva, Shnemar, like it says in the Pasuk. Gali Shaikh Irina Arais revealed her thought. So you see that the Shaikh is considered a erva. The Gamtir Kapasaka. Amar Shmuel says Shmuel Kilbisharva. The voice of a woman is an erva on the Bishan speak out. It's referring to a woman singing, not just a woman talking. Shnam like it says in the Pasak. Ki Kailacha Arev Umarech Nove. 
It says the Gemara right there. Rav Sheshes Sarbi Sheerva. The Herev woman's an Erev Shemam. Like it says in the pasuk, Tzarech Gedar Isim. Now again, there's Machlokes Rishayim. This that the Gemara speak about all the different things which are Erev. Is that specifically referring to Krishma, or is that referring to? Called Tarakula, the Isra of staring at a woman, getting pleasure from her hair, from her voice, etc. Says the Gemara Viter. I saw that Rebbe hung up his tefillin. Asked the Gemara, A person who hangs his tefillin, his life should be hung. It's a bad thing. And says the Gemara, The Dershe Chamuris said, Now who are these Dershe Chamuris? Rashi says over here, Dershe Chamuris, Kishar, Mistum, Makayla, Matera, Dershe Chamuris, Kresina, Vihi. That these Darsh Hamurs are the people who Darsh in the, the, the Psukim which are Sasam and the Torah, the complicated Psukim, the Psukim which are hard to translate. Other Rishayim, the Arach, and others say that Darsh Hamurs are the people who Darsh in Sisay Torah, Darsh in Kabbalah, Kabbalistic in Yanim. Amr, they said, This is referring to a person who hangs up his tefillin, so he sees it's a terrible thing to hang your tefillin up. And it's the Gemara, like Kasha, This is where you hang your tefillin up on a peg. With uh, Ritsuis, meaning they're hanging from Ritsuis to the bottom, the bias of the tefillin is on the floor, and that's terrible. Habaktitsa, this is where you hang the actual bias on a peg, and that's not a problem because the bias of the tefillin is on the floor. The bias of the tefillin is on the floor. There's no difference, Aser, no difference whether it's Ritsuis, whether it's the bias, it's going to be Aser. When Rabbi hung up his tefillin, it was in a container, it was in its, the tefillin bag, and therefore it's not a problem. It says, if it's in the tefillin bag, it's not a problem. I would think maybe tefillin require a special place. And put away in Aaron Kadesh. So, to, just like a Sefer Torah, so too, Tfilm would have to be that way. So, Kamash Mulan, that no, as long as you put it in a Tfilm bag, it's not a problem to put them away to hang them Says the Rabbi Tavam Rabbi Yanari says, Rabbi, I saw Rabbi, that while he was davening, Shagihak, that he burped, Upiak, and he yawned, Finis Atish, and he sneezed, the rock, and he spat, Umashish Bibigda, and he was checking his clothing to take off the lice, Avaloy Misatif, but he would not put his talus on, and again Rashi speaks out, it means that if the talus would fall, he wouldn't stop his diving to put it back on, and when he would yawn, he would put his hand on it to cover his face, so that it wouldn't be obvious that he was yawning. Other Rishayin of the Rif, and the Meiri over here, Agaris, that he, when he would yawn, he would not cover his face because the Miri speaks out. That is a minag bale gaiva. And the Miri says that's a minag bale gaiva for a person to stroke his beard. It's, a, it's an action of a bale gaiva, and therefore you shouldn't do that. So, again, whether he did it or didn't cover his face, the point is that a person should make sure not to conduct himself in any manner of a bale gaiva. Says the Gemara Vait, Hamashmiya person who says Shmanesri out loud, says the words of Shmanesri loud. Says the Gemara, he's Makatnaimana, he's from the people who are lacking a moon on the Bach explains because he's showing us if Akalish Baruch only answers his tefillah if he says it loudly. But Akalish Baruch Hu can't hear him if he just says it quietly. And he says, you don't have to say it out loud. And says the Gemara, Hamagbiya Kaila Bitila said, the person who screams is davening, Shmanasa Rezim and Yashakar, Katir Navi Shakar. Says the Gemara, and that says the Gemara right there, Migok Mifak, Harezim Gasi Ruch, a person burps or yawns, it's Gasi Ruch, it's a Minik Balagaiva. And Hamas Atish Bitila say, and a person who sneezes while he's davening, Simon Rout. It's a bad sign. And it, some people say that it's Nicker, that he's a disgusting person. A person who spits while he's as if he spit in front of the king, which again, you don't just spit in front of the king. So now we have a steer between all Allah. So we said Rebbe did all these things. He burped, he sneezed, he yawned, and now the Bryce says these are all terrible things. And it's the Gemara Bishlema, Mikov, Kasha, Bishlema, burping and yawning is not a Kasha. This is where he was able to control himself. This is where he couldn't control himself. So when he can control himself, then it's a problem. If you can't control yourself, it's an anus, then it's not a problem. Elmis Atish, Amis Atish Kasha, but sneezing, 
the Gemara is assuming that you can't control yourself. So the Shver. The Gabrisa says that it's a terrible thing. The Rebbe used to do it. And just the Gemara. Kan milmala, kan milmata. When it's a good thing, that's when a person is sneezing above from his mouth. Kan milmata. That's when a person is sneezing from below. He's passing gas. Amar Zera. Zera said, This thing I learned, I absorbed in the house of Ramuna, and it was worth me as the entire Talmud. What was that memra? That a person who sneezes while he's diving, it's a good sign. Just like a guy's brachim was doing an achas to him in this world, which again, in the old days, sneezing was considered a healthy thing. So too, uh, will give me an achas in the next world. Now it says the Gemara al Rak Rak Kasha. My sweet love is here between spitting because spitting is all in your control. And the Bryce has said that it is a bad sign. Rabbi used to spit during davening. And it's the Gemara Rak Rak Nami Le Kasha after Kedav Yehuda. The spitting is also not a kasha because we answer like Rabbi Yehuda said. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. I am with sweet love. It is Nami Le Rak. A person who is davening and he had spit in his mouth. Mavliya v'talisa, you could spit into his talis. And talis, no, if it's a nice talis, he doesn't want to do that. Mavliya v'arkasusa, you could spit into his suder, into his hat. And then the Gemara speaks out of Surah, Vina v'kachari, Ashi, and Ravina was standing behind Ravashi. And his damn reik, and he needed to spit. Paska v'achari, and he turned around behind him, and he spit. You didn't hold that. This Ravina said that you should spit into your suder, into your hat. I am very picky. I get disgusted by these things, and therefore I spit on the floor. So again, the Gemara before Adakasha on Rabbi, how could he spit during diving? The Tarot is that, like Rabbi said, a person could spit in his clothing, into his hat, and that's the Chara what Rabbi did when he spit. He wasn't spitting on the floor, he was spitting into his hat, and that's not a problem. This that we said, it's. Not a good thing to raise your voice when you dive in, just dive in out loud. That's only if you could concentrate when you say it quietly. But if you can't uh, have kavana appropriately, if you can't have the proper kavana, then you're allowed to say shmanas aloud. That's only if you're diving by yourself. But if you're diving in a tzibor, you're not allowed to dive in out loud because you're going to disturb the rest of the tzibor. Again, a very important idea that you're not allowed to disturb the tzibor. And a person has to be censored others when he's davening. It's interesting, the Ralach and Simon Kafal brings down the Prisha that says that if a person can have the proper Kavani in Shul, he should daven be Yechidis. He should go home and daven be Yechidis, he should daven out loud. However, the Ralach brings down, and we come back and we're in the Eilan and Laharis, Hatir Zel Espal, but Yachid, Ulera Kavani, Shilin, and Acherim, Lea Gadal Darm, and Forsen, Shikamais, and Shimshimai. The Ralach says, unless you're Chemenis Tamachach, unless you're Gadal, you shouldn't daven be Yechidis, even if you have more Kavana. And again, I think Ramesh is a shoe about this, that even if a person will have more Kavana at home, he should daven in a Tibor, because the man of a Tibor will make a tremendous difference. Now again, a person who really can have Kavana, a person who really can't concentrate in a tzibur, then, yesh, lishal ha'ra'at zchachim, says the Heleke Gemara Vaiter. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba was avoiding Rabbi Huda, because Rabbi Abba wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael, and you know, Rabbi Huda disproved, that Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, everybody say, anybody who goes up from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, is everybody say, like it says in the Patsuk, Bavela, Yuvah, Vishama, Yuad Yayim, Pakt Yaysam, Nom Hashem, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to have that Klai Yisrael Babel until the Gula. So until the Gula comes, you're not going to go up to Yisrael. Amar, he said, Ezel Muslim base Vada. Father Apik, let me go outside the base Medrash, and I'll go hear what he's saying. I won't go inside, so he doesn't see me, but I'll go outside and hear what he's saying. Azal, Ashkara, Tanik, Tanik, So he went, and he heard the Tanik teaching in front of Yehuda. A person was davening with his atish and he passed gas. Mamtanachi, Kala Ruach, he should wait till the smell dissipates, and then he's allowed to daven. And he go back to daven. 
Ikadamri, some people say Emin Batil, Bikish Lis Atish, Markla Hurv Dad Amatsumus Atish. Some people say that what he was teaching from Huda was that a person who is in love of Davin and he needed to pass gas, he should move away Dad Amis and pass gas and wait till the smell goes away. Khajim is spile and continue Davening. But Aimer and the person should say, since he passed gas in love Davening, Bainishlam you created our bodies, our holes. You know our embarrassment in our lifetime. And afterward, if there, we're going to be warm. And then, after you say this tefillah, you say, you go back to the place where you stopped. Amalei said to him, so he told the Tanan that was teaching in front of Yehuda, if I just came to hear this one, Allah was kedai for me to come to the base Medush. Person who was sleeping in his talis, and he can't, I mean, he's covered by a talis, and he doesn't want to stick his head out because he's cold. He's not wearing anything under the talis. So what he does is he takes the talis and puts it around his neck, tightly around his neck, and then he says, Krishma, so that his eyes and his head is separate from his makma erba. say he puts it on his heart. The Tanakama, according to Tanakama, that he just wraps around his neck, so there's a chatzitza between his head and his makam erva, I liberates erva, his heart's not separate from his erva. says, He holds, the Tanakama holds that, it's not a problem if liberates erva. If your heart, if there's no chatzitza between the lev and the erva, the Tanakama it wasn't a problem. And the Yeshayim held, that is a problem, that's why you have to make a chatzitza between your heart and the makam erva. A person was going in the movie which was dirty. He could put his hand on his mouth and he could say, I make a Even if Rebbechlin said this, I wouldn't listen to him. I heard from, I, even if I heard from Rebbechlin's mouth, I wouldn't listen to him. And it was Rav Chizu who said, I wouldn't listen to him. Says, Did Rav Huna say this halacha that a person is allowed to say Krishma and Mukhamis from Tunafis as long as he covers his mouth? For Rav Huna, Tamalacham also allowed in Makhma Tunafis, so if she actually allowed him to bleed here, Tara. Rav Huna said, It's Asur Tamalacham to go in a mali which is dirty, which is smelly, because you're not allowed to think in Tara. So how could it be that he said you could say Krishma? Says Gemara. This that we said it's Asr, that's if you're standing with Kamis to Nafis. But if you're walking, then it's going to be Mutter. Says Gamara, Miyam Rabbiachanach, did Rabbiachan say this, that it's Mutter for a person to say Krishma and Imukamis to Nafis? For Amar Rabbiachanach, Amar Rabbiachanon, Bacham Wakam Mutter, Hara, but you're here, Khatsiva, me base America, it's a basic Kisei. It's Asr to think in terror in a place which is base America, it's a basic Kisei. And the Gemara is assuming that Mukamis of Tunafis are the same thing as a basic Kisei and a base America. So again, you see clearly that. He held it was Asr. And says Gemara, Maybe you'll tell me, like we said before, there's a chilek between standing and walking. So when Rabbi Yechon said it was Asr, that was when you are standing. When he said it was Mutter, that's when you're walking. And is that true? Rabbi the cause of Asr to Yechon, was walking after Yechon. I have a car, Krishma, and Rabbi was saying Krishma. When he got up to the Mutter, he stopped saying Krishma. And Amalei Rabbi Yechon said to Rabbi Yechon, Where should I go back after I go out of the Mali? Where should I go back to Krishma? Amalei, he said to him, Imshai, Sikadei, like my school. If you wait the amount of time it takes to say the entire Krishma Chazlarish, go back to the beginning. So it says the Gemara, the you see clearly that Rabbi Yechim did not differentiate between standing and walking, because you see he told the Rabo that he has to go back to the beginning. So it sounds like Rabbi Yechim approved what Rabo did. So you see that even when a person's walking, it's also to say Krishma. And it says the Gemara, Hachik This is what Rabbi Yechim told the Rabo. I hold that you really could have said Krishma. 
that you held that it's also say Krishna. If you wait the, the amount of time it takes to say the entire Krishna, then you have to go back to the beginning. Says which has like Ravuna that a person could say Krishna while he's in a And we have a Bryce which has like you can't say Krishna. If you're of saying Krishna, and then you came into advice with Tanafis, you have to stop saying Krishna. Like Pasak Maya, what's the you didn't stop saying Krishna and you did the wrong thing? Is it are you gay or not? I'm a Rish Barbara Dub Shimlevi, I love a Kasalaimer. I knew the terrorist, the Pasak says. That a person's going to do the mitzvahs, but in an inappropriate manner, and that's not a good thing, that's a bad thing. Ravasi Ravasi says, Have the Pasuk says about you, That a person's going to be punished just for Dibur alone, just for saying something inappropriately. Again, you shouldn't have said the Kriyashma, You disgrace the word of Kadesh Baruch Hu. Again, you're not supposed to say Kriyashma in the wrong place, wrong time. Then Pasak Maschari, what's Allah, Yutaka did stop saying Kriyashma, when you got to him, became a sotuna. First time, Rabbi Amar Ravo, Rabbi Kasavaymer, Udvar Azet, or Yichuyam. A person will have a Yichuyam if he doesn't say Kriyshma where he's not allowed to. Quick Chazav, what we saw today. The Gemara spoke about what a person does with his tefillin when he is going to bed. The Gemara said that Shmuel is even allowed to have it when his wife is with him. We pass him like that because it's important to watch your tefillin, to take care of your tefillin. Then the Gemara went through the halachas of saying Kriyshma where people are not dressed, and the Gemara said Shmuel holds that a person is allowed to say it with his family, even with his wife. The Gemara went through. That Agavis ain't Bahem Misham Erba. Then the Gemara went through the age of a Tinek and a Tinek is that a person's allowed to say Krishma even if they're around, they're not dressed until they're either three or nine or ten, eleven. The Gemara on the bottom went through all the different things which are in Erba, Kalbi Sherba, Sarbi Sherba. Then the Gemara went through things that a person shouldn't do during davening, he shouldn't sneeze, he shouldn't, he shouldn't spit. And then the Gemara went through how that person who sneezes during davening, that is a Simon but a person who passes gas, that is not necessarily a good sign. Then the Gemara on the bottom that we just saw went through whether a person allowed to say Krishna in Mukhamid's Ham Tunafis or not. Again, we saw as Machaikis, we had rice from Bryce's both ways. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.